0: This episode is brought to you by patreon.com slash sbfvgs Welcome to super best friends video game sleepover episode 134 you're listening to the number one video game podcast on the internet that features my best friends i'm one of your hosts adam redding joining me is mike the platinum petard Lopez Okay well that sounds mean What is Now wait What is What is it What is it A petard the, yeah. A petard It's like a It's a bomb Yes It's like It's supposed to be good
1: Like a platinum bomb Are bombs bomb.
2: Wait Are historically our Read, read bombs,
1: Hamlet David Read Hamlet <laughs>
2: frickin that's a lot. already that's a lot of work. <laughs> i don't want to do that
0: <laughs> that other voice you're hearing is david the guy who saw gemini take. i'm the one guy i'm the one
2: Aww. guy who saw it oh no uh, oh it was uh it was it was yeah but i'll tell you what the visual effects were really good like that's good. All right. young yeah. will smith looked legit so that's credit, the, <laughs> credit to <laughs> the craft
1: yeah it's the only yeah. reason
0: i went and saw it and also joining us, of course, is a uh, spe- super best friend, super guest friend. Yes. apologies. Uh, game designer, creator of such games as Tharsis, Ridiculous Fishing, Card of Darkness, Mr. Zach Gage. Thank you for being here. Woo.
3: Thanks for having me. Yeah. Yeah, this is super sweet.
0: Is, yeah. So, um, David, do you have a name for me?
2: Oh, yes. Uh, thank you so much for that introduction, yes. Adam uh, twinning with his black v-neck redding.
1: Oh, that's good you for put- all the audio only <laughs> listeners. Yeah, yeah, they love that. <laughs>
2: or or why you are they audio only listeners? We are a Twitch show now if, well, if they would true. like to watch it that way. <laughs> that's um, true. Twitch.tv slash SBFVGS. That's right. We've already gotten a couple chats here. Deadwards said Mike will be hoisted by his own pretard by, by Deadwards and Isaac oh, the Panda <laughs> said Oh, such a handsome man. A handsome man amongst handsome men is... Oh, what Isaac, the panda said he's flattery, man. Flattery will get you everywhere.
0: <laughs> I like it. I like it. So, um, but yeah, you could have also called me the guy who saw Terminator <laughs> Dark oh, Fate.
2: Well, I'm, I, I feel like more people are going to see that, even though this is not this is not a movie podcast, uh, it really by isn't. the way, but I feel like more people will see Terminator because Arnold Schwarzenegger's in it and Lyndall Hamilton is back. And like, mm-hmm. it's what everyone wanted. And James Cameron wrote it. So sure. But yeah. Adam, you had some thoughts about the the movie.
0: It's it's not it's not very good. Oh, oh no! no. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Oh
2: no!
1: I'm so sorry. to you, let you guys you down.
2: Crestfallen.
1: Man, this is a good I, good video game podcast. Zach, what movies are you watching? <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, I was gonna I was gonna see uh, Terminator, but oh, oh, no. I watched uh, Parasite. No, oh, how was that? Very strange. <laughs> um i, I, I mean, it's think weird. it, it was... looked
2: totally normal from the trailers it did not look no it looked it looked very weird <laughs>
3: uh yeah it might have been good i don't know i have Have any of y'all seen it
2: no not yet no i want to see it though for sure
3: there's like this uh k- korean movie thing where they're like all genres there's like no genre to the movie it's mm-hmm. like everything oh. Oh. Okay, and it it fits in that. I saw a movie a number of years ago called The Yellow Sea that I thought was much better um, okay. in terms of that zone of movies. Um mm. but I did I did like it, I think. It's very odd. Yeah. <laughs> I don't
2: know. <laughs> it looks it looks very weird um also we have Deadwords in chat saying he saw the lighthouse this weekend which was also oh, really weird i,
1: I want to see that okay.
2: yeah. this is just we're no longer talking about video we're games no, so i
1: was gonna watch <laughs> a movie but uh jojo rabbit's not playing anywhere near me oh, like, i have I to drive several uh, hours i actually took a lady to see jojo uh, rabbit last please, please tell me it's great it's
2: wonderful it it is, it's okay great cool. it's a great movie and so, i want to see honey boy ooh. I want to see Honey Boy, I don't even know what that one is, but maybe we should talk about some games, huh? (laughs) Yeah, that'd be awesome.
0: Well, the Super Best Friends Video Game Sleepover (laughs) Podcast comes to you every fortnight with each of us coming to the table to discuss one burning topic from the world of gaming. Obviously, yeah. Yes, Mm. from Mm -hmm. (laughs) not the world of movies. Mm. So, uh, But before we get there, I do have an announcement. Oh. Um, This is very cool. So for those of you who who may not be on Twitter or maybe missed the tweet, we have joined up with the HP Video Game Podcast Network, which is run, of course, by our homeboys over at uh, handsomephantom.com. And so, yeah, we are super jazzed that SBFEGS is now part of the HPVGBN (laughs) GPN.
2: Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! This yeah. is a lot of I'm very,
0: initials. Very pleased. Yeah, HPV. It, like not emphasis on the HPV part, but the GPN <laughs> is like the. The that's the
1: important part. Yeah. Wow. Good. Anyway. Good. So yeah, Good.
0: with that, there will be some uh, small changes to the show. Um, you'll notice the free version of the show will have some baked-in ads or promos uh, for other shows that are on the network at, to begin with, and then also. Um, you know, some uh sponsors, some different ads for wonderful products and services. Oh my so, um yeah. And those wonderful products and services will most definitely make your lives much better. So that's true. I think everybody wins here. Yeah. Everybody wins. I will
2: I will point out for our Patreon th- uh fans, whatever, the ones mm-hmm. who subscribe on Patreon, you will still yes. be getting an ad free version. So just just yes. so you know that's not changing. Yeah. So
0: unchanged yeah. there. And uh yeah so there you have it but um more on that later of course all right uh as for now what are you gentlemen playing at uh i say we let our super guest
2: friend go first what what games have you been playing
3: oh boy um i've been working my way through a lot of the apple arcade stuff so i've been playing uh pinball wizard i beat that finally i love that game nice and uh speed demons Nice. Um, i'm also, I've been playing a ton of uh, The Outer Worlds. Oh, it's, oh, so, yeah. good.
2: it's really so good! It's so good. I love it. it. I love that game.
3: It's, like, such a delight. I think I kind of... I don't play a lot of AAA video games. Like, I think I kind of... I've, like, crafted... A wallet from like animal hide like 30 times now and, I'm kinda, like, o- over it.
4: So um,
3: and uh but uh i think the thing with the outer worlds is like i never i never like truly loved like fallout 4 or new vegas like i liked a lot of parts of them but it mm-hmm. like didn't come together for me and yeah. so this is kind of like It's, like, those games, but, like, really great. Like, finally, they just, like, did it. And, like, it's, like, recalling this thing that, like, I I never really got the best version of. And I feel like now I'm getting it. And so it's, like, such a, like, a beach read kind of game, too. Like, I can just sit down and do it. And I'm really loving it.
0: Nice. That's awesome. Yeah, I I remember hearing uh, some criticisms of of that game oh it's like it's not as long as a fallout game and i was like Dude. fantastic that's great yeah. I, can, that that I have great a chance news. i have a chance of beating it <laughs> i can't i can't do 100 hours anymore yeah. oh yeah i'm old no me neither so yeah. who, who has time
2: <laughs> nice oh and i
3: really want to play the new uh hearthstone game but i don't oh, want the expansion 60 bucks on it so i'm just waiting yeah. yeah, yeah, the bra- uh, battlegrounds or whatever—they're they oh, auto chess oh, game. Yeah, yeah. Oh,
2: I've heard. About, I've heard this is a whole new genre, right? Auto chess—is that what it's called? I don't know anything yeah. about it, but I know it's all the rage, and it's it's what all the
0: no, it's it's the Strand genre.
2: Oh yes, that's David. right. H- Hideo would like everyone to start making, uh, Stranding <laughs> style <laughs> games now. So yeah, Zach, is
0: your next game going to be Stranding? <laughs> <laughs>
2: Just <some> oh. curiosity, <laughs> in the
0: Stranding genre.
3: Yeah, I'm. Uh sure. you <laughs> it if you're here if, first,
0: folks. <laughs> yeah, breaking news. If loose. I
3: say if I say yes, how many? I mean, what is the um minimum number of famous people that have to be? <laughs> because
0: that that really know. blows out the budget, doesn't I it? I think it yeah. probably has to
2: be all of them. I think it just needs to be right. every right. single one of them.
0: Uh, every
2: Let's celebrity, see. like in death
0: you have to have a minimum of, what, f- four? I think to be a strand, because you have Conan O'Brien. <laughs> mm-hmm. You got uh, you got uh, Daryl from Walking Dead. Oh, you got to have Daryl. Uh, Norm- Normaritas. G- Normaritas, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> and then you have to have Guillermo. and um, Absolutely. Uh, who's the other one? I
2: don't know the the women's names, but they're pretty oh, famous, Mads. too. You got Mads Mikkelsen. Oh, Mads Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, Obviously. yeah. The, the girl yeah. who plays Lindsay Mama Wagner? is...
0: Lindsay uh, Lindsay, I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, anyway, I digress. But yeah, you have to at least have four. I don't know any of those people. Oh
4: no,
0: (laughs) not
3: yet. That (laughs) might be hard.
4: Not yet, Mike says.
0: (laughs) You got to strand them together.
3: Strand them. Yeah, this is going to take a quite a quite a number of years.
0: (laughs) Mm. Oh, it's good. Uh, Um, You playing anything else?
3: I think that's it. I've also been spending a lot of time listening to. uh, uh, Brandon Sanderson fantasy novels on oh, audiobooks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Nice. And, uh, and building um, the Lego Millennium Falcon. Ooh, Lego I, too. am I mean, a nerd. Hobby right now. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, that sounds so good. I want to uh, get that Millennium Falcon. Oh, Lego that set. Name that name is
1: super duper familiar. What,
0: Brandon Sanderson's the guy who finished up the Wheel of Time that's series. That's right.
1: Okay. Yeah. Well, that's why I recognize
0: that. And he has a bunch of his own novels, too. I mean, those yeah. are his novels, too. But <laughs>
2: Deadwood's yeah. in the chat just wants to <laughs> chime in and say he's listening to Way of Kings right now.
0: Oh, so. uh, yes
3: yeah, yeah. Awesome. yes yeah that's what i just i'm in the stormlight side or whatever the that the was the first yeah. one yeah nice i just finished that one up a couple of weeks ago and then nice. the next one yeah man those are excellent Super nice excellent. sweet all right
2: uh, uh well, david I, yeah i'll jump in real quick uh so um we talked about the outer worlds i've been playing it as well Uh got to like the second planet i think well it's not i don't want to spoil anything but um Uh, yeah, so I got there. I'm loving it. I'm glad that it's a little shorter than Fallout. Like, when I started playing Fallout 4, I was, like, overwhelmed by how gigantic the world was. And Mm -hmm. I ended up not even getting halfway through the game. I just... I was like, I'm never gonna beat this. Because, like, I felt like the only time I could play it it was when I had, like, a whole day to play it. And those, those days are becoming less and less common in my life. So like, I just yeah. never had time. I've never, I felt like I never had time to play it. So I just stopped playing it.
0: Yeah. Um, I don't know what it is about fallout. Like I know there are prettier areas of those games, but like a lot of it's really barren and like, yeah. I already live in a desert. So I, like, <laughs> I, I don't find those games very appealing. Like I couldn't yeah. play shadow of Mordor because it's so ugly. Uh, oh, like the environment and and not the graphics, but just like right. the environments, you yeah. know, yeah, just dirt nasty world, as uh Ryan Reed's put it. Uh, um, oh. but yeah, <laughs> like so. The um, uh, but yeah, so I, I I get that there is kind of that's part of the aesthetic, but like I just it just never drives yeah. me in, so that's why Outer Worlds definitely oh, it's uh, gorgeous, kind of has piqued my interest so many it's more very colors pretty. than just brown, yeah, which is great. It looks like No Man's Sky, but like with towns, yeah, built it, does. it does, it does
2: kind of have some of that. Um, and it's a little more funny than Fallout 2. So it's 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 a good it's a good game. Um, if you're even a little bit interested, if the game has like crossed your radar and you're like, oh, that, that looks kind of good. I wonder if I'd like that. You probably would. And you should you should get you should play it. It's good. And the it's writing
3: cool, is really charming. Oh, yeah,
2: it is. Like the writing is my favorite part. Like things that you do actually make sense or they, they like, change stuff like you feel like you're, you're making such a huge impact on the world with like these choices Hmm. It's 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 cool. I like the choice like the things you have to say aren't just yes and no or good and bad. It's like you have there's some shades of gray in there and it's it's really it's it's just fun. It's just a fun game. Um so yeah, and also I've been playing a little tiny bit of Destiny 2. Not a ton, not a ton, just okay. a little bit. Um and I'm I've been chasing a specific gun called the recluse and if you've played Destiny 2, you know that's a bit of a grind. So I've been playing a lot of PVP in Destiny it's not my favorite but that's what you have to do to get this gun and um so yeah it's eh. that's what i love in
0: video games when i have to do things (laughs) i don't want to do things you don't want to do isn't that the best
2: it's the best I love it. destiny knows what's Uh, best for me you know
0: i have to play it the way it wants me to (laughs) yeah
1: i've got a little free time i'm just gonna sit down and just punish myself
0: (laughs) yeah it's the apple of the video game world like they tell you what you want oh man it's very good it's
2: very good um Along those lines, I've also been playing some Fortnite again of my own volition. Ah, I don't know hmm. what I'm doing to myself. I'm playing all these games that are...
0: sweet dance moves all the kids are talking about. Oh my goodness. Is that what what drew you in?
2: The dance moves and the art style are honestly the things that keep bringing me back (laughs) because they're they're the best. I don't know. It's a beautiful, it's a beautiful game. Um, and <laughs> since adding the matchmaking, I feel like I can actually have a chance. We talked about this last episode, so I don't need to go into it too much. But the matchmaking makes me feel like I have a chance in heck of doing anything. So it makes me enjoy <laughs> yeah, it that's more. Good. So, yeah. Uh, and then finally, and some may say this is a little bit of pandering, but uh, I did... Uh, I started playing Card of Darkness this past week as oh, well. Oh, heavens to Betsy. Oh, so, my goodness. Yeah. and uh,
0: You you suck up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, sure, I played it and loved it too, but pff,
2: so did that was Mike. like weeks ago. Yeah. No, it, it's, <laughs> I, I, I was holding off on the Apple Arcade subscription. Um, I don't know why. I think I was just like, oh, I know why, because I was saving it for my Thanksgiving break because I knew I was going to have more time to play it. And I'm, I was doing the math. And now, if and I started my subscription at a time when I would have Apple Arcade during Thanksgiving break, so just in case, just in case I don't like it and I want to cancel, it, but I probably will well, like it and not I, cancel. I it.
0: really like Apple Arcade. Uh, I accidentally renewed, which is like what I typically do for subscription <laughs> services with a free month. <laughs> They just let it let it ride, you know. Yeah. And that's I'm sure that was their plan all along. Oh they yeah, got sure. Me.
2: Apple Apple but, the, I think
0: Apple knows what it's doing a little they, bit. They know. There's <laughs> like they have spreadsheets saying like a certain percentage, bunch of suckers. They're just gonna let it we're going at least get an extra month out of this.
2: <laughs> I don't think they think of us that yeah meanly, hopefully. But uh but yeah. yeah Tim
0: Cook, he's smoking a big stogie, like <laughs> that kind of laugh coming out. Wait,
2: he sounds like Sully from Uncharted. Is that is that a long... <laughs> John Apple. Um, So... (laughs) <laughs> yeah, a Card of Darkness is great. If you are listening to this podcast and you haven't played it, you should oh. probably go play it because get to it. Yeah, uh, it's it does it's a card game, but it does it in a way that like I I so like I played a lot of Hearthstone in my day, right? Mm-hmm. And Hearthstone, I, heart, a touch of the Hearthstone, a touch of the Hearthstone, <laughs> and uh, I I liked it, but eventually I stopped liking it. I was, and then like every other card game in the world came out. And so I was like, okay, well, yeah, there's there's Gwent and there's blah blah, blah. but this is different. It's mm-hmm. like the cards, it's it's not the same. It, it feels like it, it feels like playing a board game that has cards in it more to me. Ah. Um, hmm. so so I I don't know, I like it. Um, yeah, there you go. That's that's, right. Very that's nice. as vague Very as, nice. as I can be about it,
0: I guess. But and we're gonna get yeah, we're gonna get more in depth. <laughs> yeah, we're getting into uh, it later, in a bit so. here, and yeah. I and I I won't spoil anything for you, David. Right. But I mean, I me having beaten the dickens out at the game you yeah. know every level which, yeah i mean um, actually though i i recently listened to this spelunky show like and you guys went super in depth on it uh, a couple episodes back so that that uh recommend that episode that's very cool nice. um but um there was something i hadn't even thought of trying which is kind of how you talked about how you balance the game with no cards of darkness equipped oh. and, uh, and i was like oh gosh that would be hard because <laughs> like I had, I felt like I had a pretty great loadout by the end. But anyway, I digress. Yeah. We'll get to it. Yeah, we'll get to it.
2: Uh, I, I just in case you're wondering where I am in the game, I just beat the first. I did the first boss battle, I guess. Okay. Um, yeah. So two areas yeah, down. Yeah. So it, cool. It's it's a good time.
1: It's a good time. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, awesome. Yeah. So and Michael. Michael. Uh, yeah. Not a not a ton of games uh, this Fortnite, but only I like seventeen. No, I usually don't play 17 games at a time. you um, just playing this and that and the other. No, I did finish my playthrough of, uh, of Arkham Knight. I was replaying that for Halloween. Oh, uh, very nice. Oh, yeah. So finish the game 100% all the love trophies because I'm an idiot. Of course, of um, course. <laughs> so I did that. Other than that, it's been, uh, it's been mostly Apple Arcade and playing a lot of uh, Jenny Leclue. Oh, nice. And, uh, oh, nice. Yeah, which is a fantastic game. Um, I'm like 19 hours in, and I don't think the game's that long. But I'm playing with my daughter, and we're just kind of going at her pace, letting oh, her be in yeah, control. Oh, yeah, I was like,
2: I've heard it's like
1: it's still seven hours, long.
2: five hours, seven hours. No, it's no, no, it's, it's
1: like I, I'd say a good dozen at least. Oh, yeah. okay, my mistake. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a actually, it's a really good length campaign. Um, yeah, and and I think we're right at the end here. But uh, yeah, cool. solid, solid game. I highly recommend. I guess, uh, especially if you're already on Apple Arcade. Oh, yeah. Um, another a no Apple game, which is pretty interesting, uh, is Assemble. I don't know if any of you guys have played this. No. Mm. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, yeah. I don't know what it is. That, that game is so super duper chill. And I just yeah. love the heck out of it. It's like a story, right? It's like a little storybook uh, type deal. And um, at the sort of end of each reading uh, part of it, it's fully, you know, voice acted. They mm-hmm. they give you the story and they give you a, uh, an item that's, you know, uh, crucial to like somebody's life, you know, like a, maybe a broken camera or uh, a broken like little video game system and you like legit like go in there and like take it apart and fix it. And it's wow. OK, hmm. nice. Um, when I playing Apple Arcade, a little bit more uh sneaky Sasquatch. uh Oh, nice. That's a com- good time. I completed that game to the point, you know, I mean, it keeps it always just kind of just keeps going. But there's uh I think like a logical end where you can say you've completed the game and I've done that. Mm-hmm. Um, OK, that's also very, very good. Um, and then as always Divinity Two. I've I've put, you know, hundreds of hours in that game at this point, and it's <laughs> I'll never stop playing it. <laughs> so, because how can you
0: ever do everything? You know? Yeah. You just have to yeah. keep playing it for the rest of your life. I,
1: yeah, you will never stop playing that. Well maybe when uh when maybe when Baldur's Gate three comes out, then maybe, but we'll see.
0: Hmm.
1: Okay. Adam, what are you playing? Uh so
0: also been playing some Apple Arcade stuff, some more Jenny LeClue. Um probably I'm I'm not that much further than the last time, probably like another hour or so. But then played a bunch of with the golf. I got sucked into that one. Oh, so nice! Was, it, yeah, with the golf, I was just like, man, I think this is a, this looks fun. You know, this, I saw a little trailer for it, <clears throat> and then like I didn't. I guess I didn't realize. There was gonna be a different dad joke in every single level. Like it's like every every time it's like, okay, I'm gonna swing the golf club and then the like the either the person goes flying or the golf club or the little arrow that you're aiming with goes flying. Yeah, that's a great level. (laughs) (laughs) There's like all and or just like you're the couch is flying. Um, you know, it's it's bizarre and and <laughs> wonderful. So I, I'd recommend checking that All one out. If right. you're I on am there.
2: downloading that one right now.
0: Yeah, what the golf is a good time. Um it's very surprising and they keep it fresh. They keep it fresh. So um and then uh also uh played the first couple hours of Blood and Truth on PSVR. Oh uh, yeah, that's a that's a good one. That's a good one right there. Nice. Um it's uh so basically mike do you remember the demo we played at psx i do the it, basically i've played that's that's kind of like our probably three of the game i think okay. so i played up to the beginning of that mission i was like oh i know what's coming next this is gonna be cool <laughs> so um but yeah it's it is really excellent some of it is uh got like the i'm sitting in the car and i'm blasting fools kind of like an on-rail shooter Mm -hmm. that stuff is fine uh but i really like the stuff that has a little bit more interaction with the world um the navigation is still like point over there and then like glide Mm -hmm. and to kind of minimize the uh motion sickness factor
2: oh Um, gotcha
0: rather than like a resident evil 7 style where you're actually like plodding along but resident evil 7 was so slow that it didn't make you as sick
2: Mm -hmm.
0: um But this game, it's a little quicker, so um, you kind of zip. But yeah, so good times. I love the gunplay in that game. It's really fun, just like... um you know, looking down the sights and seeing your little reticle and I don't know, it just, yeah. You, the, like we always say the coolest thing. I mean, you just look so very cool while you play it. That's, oh, the, yeah, that's, that's the best the thing, thing about, about VR. VR. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: That's, everyone loves so, VR. Cause you look so cool when you're playing it. Yeah, yeah. Like
0: my wife is so impressed with me when she walks in and sees me playing it so. <laughs> 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 with my skills. <laughs> so nice. anyway, yeah, that's, that's about it. Uh, right. you guys want to, uh, tuck into the, uh, <laughs> Oh, Zach. Mm. Mm.
2: Yes, definitely. That was, <laughs> yeah. right. that was probably real, real weird for Zach. Yeah, <laughs> Zach, we have a lot no. of strange rituals that we do
0: on oh, this show. That was that, one of them, is, right there. That's one of the rituals. Yeah. Uh, I have I to just... sing the news segment like like I'm in Motley Crue or something.
1: Cool. Yeah, that's more It's more like
0: Ronnie James Dio. I think it's somewhere in there. But. <laughs> All right. You know, this is kind of an interesting one. Um, there was a, a lot of scuttlebutt about mm. Death Stranding mm. coming to PC, yeah, in 2020. But that was something they announced. It was actually on PlayStation blog back when it was first announced. Wait, like really? this was coming to PlayStation and PC. Yeah, it huh. wasn't like a surprise. I had no idea. But I think, I think someone at some point go just like thought it was a Sony only thing, and then was like, what? It's coming to PC? Big story, everybody. Big story. <laughs> Flipping tables. You know, so, all the all
2: yeah. the Sony fanboys are like, what?
0: unacceptable so you will be able to strand very Mm. soon on other platforms sure Um,
2: how amazing would it be if they started putting a lot of sony exclusives on pc like microsoft does that'd be wouldn't that be cool that would be cool be pretty cool
0: anyway i'm just dreaming over here (laughs) <laughs> yeah, so Dave, David, are you going to be stranding at four K, 60 yeah, frames a second? I'm,
2: I'm going to wait to strand yeah. in in four K sixty frames per second. I, I think I feel like that game I can wait for. Um, there, th- there are a lot of
0: man. It's really divisive. The uh, the, mm, reviews the reviews for that reviews one are like
2: love it or hate it. And so
0: yeah, like I love it so much, or like I, it's so boring, I can't do this. Yeah, so that makes <laughs> me feel like
2: I'm going to be somewhere in the high eighties
0: if I had to okay. guess. So right. I can how, wait. Well, for how many? how many pizzas how many burritos i'm guessing
2: i'll be like four out of five pizzas wow that's still pretty high but i haven't
1: played it this is all conjecture i could i could be way off i I feel like this game is as triple a as it gets right it's just chock full of celebrities and the whole deal Mm. um kind of what's what's your take on death Stranding? i i still don't know what the heck the thing is
3: (laughs) oh man i don't know i uh i don't know i'm glad that (laughs) uh, that somebody is making weird games yeah. with that much yeah. money. <laughs> Absolutely. I like really appreciate <laughs> that. I wish every AAA A game was like that. Mm-hmm. Um, not like specifically that, but like, yeah. Rather than know, like,
0: gotta check all the boxes, you know? Sure.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I'll, I'll probably play it at some point, but it's hard to have the, it's hard to sit down and give it the time when it, yeah. seems like there's like a big upfront investment. I don't know. Mm. I really liked, um, uh, Russ, review on polygon. He like wrote a okay. really good review that was also like quite funny. Um, <laughs> And uh, he, I don't know, I, I kind of trust him on games, and he's, he was just saying that, like, the first 10, ou- 10 hours is a slog, and the last 10 hours is a slog, but oh. everything in the middle is amazing.
1: Oh, that's, <laughs> that's,
3: that sounds um, like Kojima, doesn't that it? That is weird. <laughs> so, yeah. I, don't, I don't know, maybe someday I'll get there.
1: Yeah, that game that game scares me. So does it because it looks so scary with all the ghosts and stuff. No, no, oh. no I'm I'm more worried <laughs> that <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to play that game, and whether I enjoy it or not, I'm going to find something deep down inside of myself uh, where <laughs> I've I've never thought about being in charge of Norman Reedus's pee pee schedule before. <laughs> but maybe once I am, I can't go back. <laughs> So once the game yeah. ends you just you just are
2: empty inside because you can't Yeah,
1: exactly. Cuz I can't I can't tell Norman, Norman Reedus when he can and can't pee. Yeah,
0: but there's nothing to say you can't implement those rules around your own house,
3: you know.
1: <laughs> I suppose that's true. I mean, I could try.
3: <laughs> you car- could you could you could write him a letter. <laughs>
1: yeah. Mm.
2: Norman Reedus, I would need you to, I need you to pee at 5 p.m.
1: And on not a minute sooner. <laughs> Maybe we can yeah. get on a, like, on a DMing schedule.
0: Oh, this was something Mike and I were talking about with Death coming to P. P. Oh, yeah, oh, oh. Norma Reedus is P. All right, right, and, right. Uh, But yeah, like uh, with this game coming to PC, you know, it's only a matter of time before someone unlocks that camera. Oh no! <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> and sneaks a, a cheeky wait. glance. The world can't Sneaks wait. a cheeky glance at uh, at something they shouldn't yeah. be. I'm just saying. Ugh. Gross. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> so this is our news segment. It's usually talking about Norman Reedus's pee, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. you know, but, just for but the have But
2: had, I've had enough of that, so let's move on. <laughs> your, your mom's in the other
1: room. This is probably real weird. Oh,
2: yeah. Well, thankfully, yeah. I haven't said anything weird. Only you guys, so she can't hear it. She can't hear it. Yeah. She'll
0: never know. I'll, I'll tell her, though. I'll tell her all about it. Uh EA EA has confirmed uh the rumors of a partnership with Valve to bring games back to Steam.
2: Wow. What are you guys'
0: thoughts on this one?
2: It it I will say, the day I opened up Steam and I saw them advertising that new Star Wars game, mm-hmm. which I knew was an EA game, I was like, wait, 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 this is weird. Why is this weird? Oh, it's an EA game. Like it was it yeah. was it took me a little while to like dawn on me. And mm-hmm. now it it's and they're they're not bringing every EA game though. They're only bringing yeah. like five confirmed ones at the at the moment. But uh, yeah, it's it's a it's a good thing. I feel like putting them on more platforms versus less yeah. is, is hopefully the way we're gonna go back to being on PC because mm-hmm. um, we kind of yeah, were that it's way. Been-
0: it's been getting a little segregated.
2: Yeah, lately. just a little bit. It's not yeah. it's not horribly inconvenient because all you have to do is install another launcher, which they don't take up a ton of space. Like it's not like it's that big a deal that everyone that's like super complaining about it. Um I feel like there are a bunch of people like whining about oh I have to install Epic, oh I hate it so much. But like
0: Yeah. Is yeah. it is
2: it really that hard? Not really. So yeah anyway not too bad all all that to say it would be it would be nice to have the option as a consumer i like having options not less options so mm-hmm. um so hopefully someday we'll go back to that but anyway this is a step in yeah. the right direction i think
0: yeah yeah sure. so the ps4 sales have surpassed the ps1 to become to become the second best selling console of all time, and what's the first uh, now? Is it still the Wii? The, the PlayStation Two. Oh, it's PS the two. two.
2: Oh, yeah. yeah. PlayStation so Two
0: still the top three. It, does it still have the top uh, three? I I want to say I want to say the Wii had passed the PlayStation One. Also, oh, I could be wrong on okay. that. Um, but the original Wii was ridiculous, and everyone yeah. bought it. Yeah, um, yeah, So yeah, I think the Wii is number three. Yeah, okay. that's what Hart says in the chat.
2: According to chat, yeah. yeah
0: yeah yeah well you know but yeah so (laughs) usually the chat's more correct than my brain right that's true (laughs) um but yeah so but the the ps2 you know everyone bought it as a dvd player it had this extraordinarily long tail like especially in in other countries um so yeah it's like 150 million somewhere around there i believe and that will probably never be surpassed um but yeah ps4 man people like it Mm. people sure do like it. that
2: sony's going places i'll tell you what (laughs)
0: <laughs> oh man! So this one will please Mike. Uh, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate mm. earns the title of best-selling fighting game in history. Are you just mm. so excited
2: about that, Mike?
0: <laughs> no. I know, we
2: know you
1: love fighting games, you, and you love Smash. And then
2: we know you love Smash.
1: I know everyone yes. else in the world loves Smash, and I and, and I have no. You bear them I no ill will I, I bear them right? no ill will, right? It's just <laughs> I I think of Smash as like a as like a cool party game. Yeah. Um
2: That is basically but, what it is. People yeah. like fight like party games and it's right. one of the few that one and like Mario Kart are like the two left. You know? Yeah. That's yeah. it. So That's fair. Yeah.
3: Well Oh, I don't know. Did you watch the Oh, it sounds like I don't want to get into this. Year. No, you definitely, you definitely do. You absolutely do. Get in there. Did, did you uh, Did you see the uh, the Smash finals at Evo this year?
1: Oh, I didn't watch any Evo this year. It's like the first year I didn't watch anything because yeah. I I was just so busy. You know though, so if you sm-
0: yeah, if you watch a, a tournament of Smash, it, it is a totally different thing than the button mashy mm-hmm. not like nightmare that is me playing Smash. <laughs> sure, the
3: finals were unbelievable. Are they really The good? finals was like people were like setting up combos, and I mean like it looked like Street Fighter almost. It <laughs> okay. was wow. like people were like really like like setting up combos and like doing like footsies and like spacing games like it was like I've never seen anyone it felt it looked like I was watching a different game than the game that like I yeah. know how to play of, okay of yeah. so,
1: so I need to go check that out then because that might turn me around on it because usually when I see smash videos it's like one dude kicks another guy off the stage and there's five minutes of people floating in there just hitting each other once and <laughs> flying ten feet off stage and I'm like that, this looks miserable I don't want to do this <laughs>
3: Yeah, I mean, I don't want to, like, oversell it, because it is still Smash, but I was, like, pretty <laughs> shocked. That's awesome. Like, I really, I really, I was pretty shocked. And it was, uh, they were the main event this year. They dethroned Street Fighter as, like, the the, the final finals yeah. at EVO. Um, it was great. I, you should definitely give I'll it I'll go check it, it, give it out, a yeah. shot. You can complain about my recommendation on the next <laughs> <laughs> We'll complain to Nick. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Perfect. All
0: yeah. uh, right, <laughs> uh, that wraps up the news. Hey, we did it. Um, yeah, we yeah. did it. You, guys. you sure did. All right. Congrats. All right, so um, I we're going to go ahead and integrate the tweets, um, which would typically come next, into the topic, which is of course the illustrious Zach Gage. That's so right. um, I think let's we'll, let's go ahead and skip right to the part of the show where we sell you things. Ooh. Yeah. yeah, there it is. Ooh, that's there real it is. good. <laughs> Ooh, that's awesome. So that's where I'll be inserting an ad for the uh the free feed. Oh, that's
2: right cuz we right don't there. we don't have we don't have those ads. We get those ads now.
0: Those ads are given to us, wow. bestowed upon us. Yeah. From on it's high. Kind of crazy. From on high <laughs> in the the podcast network gods. Yeah. It's beautiful. So, all right. <clears throat> so Patreon, you guys. Ooh, Patreon. Yeah. What about it? Patreon.com/sbfegs is a website you should go to. Mm, right now, in <laughs> fact. And you should probably decide to donate a monthly subscription kind of fee, uh, mm. to support the show. That's all. I'm, it's my recommendation. Tell, uh, Adam, take tell, it them, from me.
2: tell them a couple options that they can, uh, they can choose from. Like what, what are some things that they'll get for, for being our Patreon
0: patron? I'm so glad you asked David. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the $1 tier will get you early ad free, uh, episodes, uh, typically, three days early. Um, Mm -hmm. we try to go about three days early. Yeah, Mike's been killing Uh, it lately on the early edits. Indeed. Well done, Mike. And yeah, no, no, uh, no ads. So that's good. So, because especially since we're adding them, so, uh, (laughs) and, uh, $2 gets you the Patreon exclusive mini-sodes, which, uh, who knows, maybe we'll do a mini-sode about how bad Terminator Dark Fate is. (laughs) Oh, I have to see it first, but I'm, I'm probably going to see it. So, I mean, it's, it's not as bad as I'm letting on, but it's pretty bad. Yeah,
2: it's just not Terminator. See, here's the problem. Terminator 2 is so good.
0: Yeah. Well, and it's like basically the same story of Terminator 2. Oh, no. So, oh, no.
2: Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, sorry, let's not spoil sorry, that sorry many. For the so, spo- yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, so, um, of course, there are ever more glorious tears out there as well. Um, and, uh, yeah, so go ahead and check that out. Patreon.com slash SBFVGS. That is the greatest and best way to support this show if you're a fan. So, thank you very much. So slight okay, slight correction. Uh, pod in the chat says, according to Wikipedia, top three non-handheld can- uh, consoles are PS2, PS4, and PS1. Wow, in that order. That's so. All... There you have it. Interesting. Sony's got a royal flush, or I don't know how exactly how you. I think that's how cards. I think work. that's
2: a card. I mean, but you
0: know who's a real expert on cards? Zach Gage, yeah, so, that's, so, how they work. that's how
2: they work. Okay, yes, <laughs> I was right. Perfect.
0: <laughs> All <laughs> right, so it's topic time. Time for the meat and potatoes of the show, the very lifeblood, mm. if you will. Uh, you know tonight's topic, of course, the illustrious Zach Gage, as I mentioned. Yeah, thank you so much again for being here. We really appreciate your time, um, and just want to ch- uh, chat with you about uh, Card of Darkness. And really, um, I guess before we get there uh a lot of times i like to start out just if you could give us kind of like your game dev backstory oh um then uh we can kind of get from from the beginning like how did you get into making games in the first place up until up until card of darkness let's say
3: uh well let's see uh the very abridged version is uh when i was a kid I liked video games, but I wasn't allowed to have video games, Ooh. and my mom was like, you can make video games if you want to have video games, Whoa. so she would, like, help me out with, like, getting me anything that I was interested in for making video games, but, like, no money for buying video games. Wow. Um, wow. That's intense. And then, in a good way, though. Yeah. 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 Uh, and then I went to college for art, and I did a lot of, like, photography and, like, Um, programming art stuff and then and design and then I uh, got out with a degree in art and I moved to New York City and I did a lot of conceptual art and um, generative art and I was uh, at iBeam which is like a art residency and I went to um, Parsons for new media art Okay. And I was doing some stuff there, uh, and I made a like a sound toy for the iPhone, and it like was like right at the beginning of the App Store, and like hmm. ev- it like made a bunch of money. What? And I was like, "What is this magical platform <laughs> where I can sell my art?" Um, and so I bought one, and I bought it for uh, I bought an i iP- an iPod for my girlfriend, who's now my wife, oh, nice. and I was like, "Here." Uh I'm gonna start making things for this, so you should have one. And and she went and downloaded Tetris. Mm -hmm. And Tetris was like such a pile of trash for the original (laughs) iPhone. I mean, it was like truly (laughs) horrible. And I was like, what? I can make a better game than that. Um So uh I made this game called Unify, which was like me trying to imagine what um, Tetris would be like if it was designed for multi-touch oh. um, and I released that and uh, at the same time that I was working on that for my uh, art thesis I part of the thesis was um, this game called Lose Lose which was like this version of Space Invaders but every alien on the screen was tied to a random file on your computer and if you killed any of them it would delete the files from oh your my computer gosh. Oh. and if you died <laughs> it would delete the game um, oh my so goodness. I had done those two things Uh, And a teacher at my school was like, hey, you should check out IndieCade. And I was like, okay. So I went to IndieCade, (laughs) which is this festival in L.A. um, And I met uh, what turned out to be like all of these incredibly famous indies now. Mm -hmm. But back Mm -hmm. then it was just like this small group of people. Um, And uh, they were all amazing and like super interesting. And everybody was working on these like incredible... Um, weird games and passion projects and everybody was mm-hmm. super smart and happy and like sharing and positive. And I was that's like, awesome. who are these amazing people? <laughs> I want to be uh, friends with all these people. And like, they somehow like all knew about lose, lose and unify. And we're like, Hey, we're friends now. No. Awesome. Like, okay. This is amazing. Um, and basically just from there, I'd just been doing it.
1: That's awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. It's fantastic.
2: Yeah. I, yeah, I love I, I just love how like how j- just like showing up a little bit early, like you, you all these people knew exactly who you were and like it, it formed this like community. I just think that's like it's mm-hmm. it's so cool. Like, I don't know. It's hard. It's hard to find communities like when you're out of college. It, like like college is like the last chance in in youth to like naturally form like community and friends and stuff. Um but the, like it's cool that you found another way to like meet all these indie devs and stuff. Like it, I I'm not I kind of yeah. got nebulous uh, with my like uh thought behind <laughs> no, it, but it's just cool. No.
3: It was super cool and uh it's been a really wild ride. Like I mean, that was in like 20 I want to say that was like 2010 or 2009, mm-hmm. so I mean like we we rode the the whole you know the whole bubble yeah yeah and then back to this like new uptick with these like services yeah. spending money on things so it was like pretty uh pretty wild it's really strange to like meet and become friends with like 60 people and then see like most of them become millionaires yeah. and then see like <laughs> most people then struggling to figure out how to like get fun like it was very weird Yeah, it's, i really i've really uh I really feel very lucky with my career and I'm really psyched to be able to get to do what I do, but almost mm. as enjoyable as getting to make games and sell them is like, it felt really special to be able to like witness and like be inside like that kind yeah. of sort of like explosion of something. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, a really bizarre and cool.
2: <laughs> you know what it kind of reminds me of is, uh, and we're getting back to movies again because I just can't help it. But uh, that that like inner circle of like uh, George Lucas, Steven Spielberg, Roman mm-hmm. Coppola. I think Kubrick was in there. Uh, the all these like hugely influential directors that all kind of met early on in life, and then like have kept in touch, and they've changed entertainment you know like Mm and that it's it's a similar it's a similar thing and it's just it's just cool it's you you love to hear stories like that is what i'm trying to say
0: it's similar to how david and mike and i met (laughs) and and we've we've come together and we've changed podcasting podcasting
2: forever
0: (laughs) no we haven't at all (laughs) Uh, so uh, that is really cool though so uh, i'm i'm curious about if well if If you could give us kind of, uh, you know, for anyone who hasn't tried Card of Darkness out, um, you know, what's the elevator pitch for the game? It's
3: a it's a card based adventure game that's heavily inspired by roguelikes and it's designed to be. Uh, difficult but also accessible and friendly for everyone. So um including my mom beat it and she's like never wow. played a adventure that's game amazing. before in her life.
1: So that's really cool. Um
3: and, and she beat it without really any tips from me at all. Yeah. Um so I think it's like uh um i I think in general i i try to make games that are uh deep but really easy to get into and Mm -hmm. i think card of darkness is probably the hardest game i've made to get into like there is really a a Mm kind of like conceptual learning uh hump Mm -hmm. for the first two levels but i think once you get past that uh there's a lot there and i really try to get as much of the um as much of the stuff about roguelikes that I really enjoyed in there mm-hmm. so you know mm-hmm. there's like a lot of debate as to like what is and is not a roguelike and mm-hmm. I'm certainly not going to try to argue that um, a game where you pick up cards and that's all you do is really that similar to like a game where you use every key on your keyboard to <laughs> traverse a letter maze um, yeah. <laughs> but uh, but I think I think we really got a lot of the like thrust of those games in there mm
0: that's cool yeah it definitely has that feel especially when you get to some of the, like the longer dungeons and you're just like i guess i call them dungeons but um yeah like the sixth level one i think comes to mind where oh yeah it's just like <laughs> oh my gosh like i just gotta make a beeline for the exit there's i can't no dilly dallying on this one <laughs> you know <laughs> um but yeah, so that that is I, I definitely see uh the roguelike elements of it in there. But it's and also feels like a puzzle game though. Like you're sitting there figuring out how to get through he- how to get through this level without um you know without overextending yourself,
3: you know. Yeah. yeah. So Well I, I think a big part of the um a big part of that is I don't know if you guys have played the game Brogue. Um it's a roguelike it's very good. It's we did a um, we did an episode for the Spelunky show, like on it, and I don't know if it got archived. I don't know if Twitch saves anything anymore, but I, I did like a walkthrough <laughs> on Twitch of like how to play it, um, which if it exists, it, it'd probably be the easiest way to learn how to play because mm-hmm. um, right. it seems very hard. But like once you get it, it's actually very like stripped down and simple. But the thing that I love about Brogue um, and also Rogue, which is like it turns out very heavily inspired Brogue, which is, isn't true of all roguelikes, but like Brogue and Rogue are really like tightly related. Rogue is the, um, is the is old one, like, right?
2: The one from like the yeah. late 80s or early 90s or whenever that was? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay.
3: Ro- rogue of Roguelike. You're right. Yeah, they, they yeah. started. I um, um, okay. just wanted
2: to make sure I was, I was tracking there.
3: Yeah. Um, but yeah, like they really is, named is, the, the name for that game yeah. is <laughs> a little on the
0: nose. You know? Yeah.
3: Um, they, uh... So the, um... Uh, the One of the main things about it is that like you're you're sort of traversing these dungeons and you get into these very intense combat situations where you have like a bunch of of uh, goblin shamans and like mm-hmm. a spider and you're next to a lava pit and some dry grass and you're like how do i get out of this situation what do i do mm-hmm. um and i think in those moments the games really are puzzles mm-hmm. but they're puzzles where the pieces are generative basically because the mm-hmm. stuff you're working with is like what's in your inventory and what's on the grid and exactly where in the level you are mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. and card of darkness i was really trying to like take that moment and strip away everything else because it was going to be a phone game so it's like exploring is like a whole big thing and there's Mm -hmm. just like a lot there and i just want to say like okay what if we just do like that combat puzzle moment and do it over and over again and like put in all the variety and allow people to sort of like get into it and out of it easily Mm -hmm. and if you die it's okay you don't have to do 10 floors of collecting items to get back to it you just go right (laughs) right back in Um, so, so I do, I actually think puzzles Mm -hmm. is like a huge component of, of roguelikes and it's just Mm. kind of like, uh, grafted in there in a seamless way. That's interesting. Yeah. I think
0: uh, as far as like, I saw the exploration piece as like, okay, I've cleared my path to the exit and I still I'm still pretty BA. I'm going I'm going to explore a couple of these de- these piles, you know, and see what I can uncover, see what I how much gold I can extract without, you know, getting murdered. Um so yeah, there's I think there was definitely that element too. Um even even though it is still within that same loop, right? Um so that I thought that was really cool. cool. Um yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, so this is something i had heard that the game actually was in an incubation for quite a long time before kind of the furious last few months of, of making it. Um, so I, I was curious about if you could talk about that a little bit, kind of if there were various iterations of the game that existed, um, you know, and, uh, and how they ended up maturing into the final product.
3: Sure. Um, well, so, uh, I make a lot of prototypes, um, and, yeah. very often the games that I have will, like, a lot of failed prototypes will end up getting, like, folded up into, like, future ideas mm, and, mm. and things. Um, and that was definitely... The case with card of darkness so i can't you know the the actual process of of getting that game together took probably like eight years but you know in those eight years it was really like i'd have an idea and i'd try it and it would totally flop and then like a couple a year later i'd be like oh what if i did this kind of thing and then i'd try that and it wouldn't work (laughs) um so there were a lot of prototypes that were like quite wildly different um the original idea for that game Was I just had this thought of like traversing a landscape of cards, and Mm. just I wanted to build a game that did that. Uh, Usually, I don't have that kind of approach with games usually I have like a more mechanical approach and then I build the game kind of out of there but with this game in particular there was something about the idea of like having a landscape of cards laid out in front of you that you were like moving through by picking them up that I just wanted to work with Hmm. Um, but it was really hard to get it to work Uh, (laughs) I tried a lot of different things and it was just like Um, I had one that that very nearly became a full game that was like a poker-based game where you were flipping over cards and you could uh, pick up cards. And every time you picked up a card, it would add it to your hand. And once you picked up five, it would be scored as a poker hand. And if you had enemies or potions or whatever that were part of the scoring part of the poker hand, so like part of the pair or the two pair or whatever, Mm -hmm. then Mm -hmm. you would get um, some effect by them and then you could also like pay gold to like hang on to cards oh, wow. so that you could save them for the next hand um and it like almost worked but it had all these problems with like poker is not very good it turns out for for an rpg because of the way that the distribution of randomness works like the the five card hands are so much harder to get than like a two card hand or a three card oh hand that it just i see doesn't like balance and also like you have to be perfect with a five card hand. Like every card you put in it has to fit it. Whereas like Mm. a two card hand or a three card hand, you could pick up junk and use them to like move through. And then I was like, oh, maybe I could have six cards. And then like, you could have the six card hands are perfect, but the five card hands are easier to get, but it didn't work. (laughs) Like I tried all these things and it it just didn't um, take, it was so close, but it didn't work. Um, And then uh, the other major problem with that and a lot of prototypes sorry i don't know if i'm getting too into the weeds no, this is here fun. no no, not no at all. Yeah. go for it um is that like when you have a layout of cards uh say it's like five by five if you pick up if you have the, the five cards at the bottom available to you you have like five options but as soon as you pick up one of those you have five options again because like the card above it is flipped but then you pick up the card above it and then you get three new cards so now you have eight options which is like a lot of options yeah. for mm. a hand. Yeah. So, and then if you do that one more time, then you have uh, 11 Oof. options, which is just like you could do anything with 11 yeah. options. Um, so then I had to put in all these mechanics to try to like reduce the amount of options or keep people from like moving forward through the grid too fast. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just nothing worked. And the big breakthrough for Card of Darkness was instead of having every card be one card was having piles of cards and making it so that like, Oh, you pick up this card and you still have five options and you pick up the next card and you still have five Mm -hmm. options. And Mm -hmm. then you pick up that card and like, okay, now you have a couple more options, but if you start those options, I'm going to make you finish them and you're not going to like, you're not going to. So one of the, if you haven't played card of darkness, the core rules of card of darkness are um, there are all these piles on the grid, And you can pick up anything you want that's face up, but if you start a pile, you have to finish it before you can exit the level. Um, yeah. And so the process of playing the game is sort of like you it's like the uh, the old lady who swallowed a fly poem where you're like, okay I'm going to go through this pile. Oh, there's a really big monster there that I can't fight. Okay I'll go through this pile. Okay I got a good sword and now I can kill that monster but ah, at the bottom of this pile is this other thing that's really bad. And yeah. so you kind of hope, hopefully you like build this chain and then you like unwind it back yeah. and then you're still yeah. alive and you exit yeah. the I, I, um, I gotta so, say that
2: mechanic where you have to finish a pile that you you start uh it caught me off guard uh in the first level or whatever like like you there's the tutorial and then the first level and i thought i knew everything about the game but then i like started a pile and didn't finish it and i got to the end and and you were like oh one more thing and i was like yeah and then i lost because of it (laughs) it was
3: yeah yeah that's um i i discovered like Uh, that that if you build a tutorial where you tell everybody all the rules right away they don't remember any of them so one of the things I try to do is I split my rules up like as you go through the game and so Mm -hmm. the tutorial for Card of Darkness is very much like the tutorial level is just like here are all the components but I'm really not telling you any of the rules (laughs) and then the first level is like okay now I'm going to tell you some of the Mm -hmm. rules and then the next level here's some more rules that you're going to find out about um so oh, yeah, yeah, that was sort of intentional. Yeah. Sorry. No, yeah. It made me That's...
2: laugh and smile. I was like, Oh oh you you're devious. Ooh, I like it.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well and, and as you progress through the game too, it's like you you I don't know, like You know, at the beginning, you're just kind of, like, trying to grasp the concepts, the basic concepts. And then, like, pretty soon, like, someone walks up and they have no clue what I'm doing. Like, if they see me (laughs) in, like, the third world or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I'm clicking things and they're, like... Enemies are, like, multiplying each other and swapping places. And, like, you know, and I've got, like, a specific sword that, like, is becoming godlike because I hit this... I fortified it and then I hit this guy and it doubled in value. Like, there's, like, so many... All the interlocking systems, I think, are what make the game so fun to play and so addictive because mm-hmm. there's uh, there's so much variety there. And um, but yeah, I think that's that was kind of the, kind of the next thing I wanted to ask you about was really the um, I guess how the uh, randomness plays into the game. Um, oh, that's a good question. You know, if you, if you could talk a little bit about that and how, and also
1: kind of how you balance, uh, how do you balance the, the, randomness? the randomness? Yeah. 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 This, with, this is a good point, right? Cause I remember when I introduced Adam to this game, uh, one of the things I said is like, here's the thing. It's hard. It's really hard, Yes, <laughs> but somehow never frustrating. And I, and I can't yeah. quantify why that is, but maybe, maybe you can.
3: <laughs> well, I mean, I, I think part of it may be cause it's random. I know like, Randomness is a really fraught topic uh amongst video game players mm. um, but uh i I love it I like love randomness and i it there's just so many components of randomness that feel really powerful and special mm. um, one of them is that it can make things a little bit more accessible, but the thing that I really love about randomness and this maybe factors into how you felt about it is that um when i 'm playing a game, uh, I talked about this a little bit on this Spelunky show like so if you listen to that, you may have a, like a little bit of a of a repeat of this but if i 'm playing a game uh the the if you imagine that you 're capacity to play a game is from like 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 one to ten so like a one would be you're a total beginner you absolutely suck you don't know how anything works you're like Mm -hmm. floundering and ten is you're like an absolute pro you're just like a a freaking wizard and you're just like boop everything's working like Mm -hmm. i want to be at an eight like Mm -hmm. that's the best that's where you're like you pretty much have it all covered but things are Mm -hmm. coming up and you're like oh geez all right what am i like you're good enough to be able to come up with like logical leaps of reasoning that make you feel really proud of yourself Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, but like you also still have a challenge in the game um and it's really hard to make games that keep people at an eight uh, it, it works if you're in like a multiplayer game where you have like matchmaking, mm-hmm. ranking systems where you can like always match people. But for single player games, uh, and especially strategy games, is really hard to keep people at an eight um, because either you're providing. Too much challenge for a lot of people, or too little challenge for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that randomness gives you is that it allows you to build a game that sometimes will ask of players that they play at a nine, and sometimes will ask of players that they play at a five, and and it can often do that within the same um, within the same level almost because mm-hmm. you just get unlucky or you get lucky. Um so that that I think is a big chunk of what's making you feel less frustrated is like you get these moments of 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 easiness that like feel good and feel earned. Mm-hmm. Um the other thing that it does that I think is uh weirdly accidentally clever which I discovered when I built the prototype mm-hmm. is um <laughs> the way that the levels are designed is they always have the same number of enemies and the same number of swords and the same number of potions. Um, Um, and basically it's like a deck of cards that's dealt out Mm -hmm. and then Mm -hmm. the enemies sometimes modify. So like you might have like, you always have enemies like that are like two to two to 10 or whatever. But Mm -hmm. then if it's like a really hard enemy type, those values might be lower. Or if it's a weak enemy, those values might go up. Um, Mm -hmm. and then, uh, but the thing is because you're doing a deck of cards, if you've run into a lot of enemies at the beginning of the level, you've run into most of the enemies in the level. So you get these situations very naturally where you fight a bunch of things and you're like totally screwed and you're like ah I'll just check this pile maybe I'll be okay but like there are not a lot of enemies left so the odds that that pile is going to be filled with the things that you need to recover that will like get you your health back and like give you a good weapon are actually quite high and so if you've gotten far enough through the level you can unwind it often and and have these miraculous saves just because of the fact that you're working through yeah i definitely Mm. felt
0: that like i would i would be like oh my gosh i'm at death's door like i my sword just broke and i have like two health and then i would be like okay i'm gonna turn over this last pile and it was like all treasure and he in potion i was like oh thank god (laughs) (laughs) yeah Yeah. so there's there's definitely um there's definitely those those relieving moments uh you know to kind of balance the really tough stuff that you run into um that's cool that's really cool so um I know risk and reward seems to be a really big um, element of the design. Is that something that was uh,
3: kind of in mind from the beginning? Um, I think, uh, you know, to some extent, that's sort of what cards are about for me is like that kind of greeniness and and risk and reward play. Um, Mm -hmm. So I think that's kind of in the soul of the of the um, components a little bit but i think also once i was uh once i came across the piles and the you need to finish everything you start mechanic then it's yeah. really like okay this is clearly a game about like greed and like how far can yeah. you push the mm-hmm. player yeah. and so everything that i'm thinking about as i design the game is like okay how can i like start to push that and like forefront it um yeah, and, uh, and I think also the heavy randomness kind of factored in there too, mm-hmm. um, and it's part of the reason why I wanted to have the levels be often so short. Is like the the more randomness you have, the less you want people to feel like they had to like go into a hole and then get burned by it. Like you want people to be able to like have those great moments and move through it. Like if every poker hand was twenty minutes long, nobody would play poker. Poker works because poker hands are quick. Mm-hmm. Um, And I wanted to have that component here. And I also felt like that gave me license to do a lot of stuff that was like way more wild and aggressive than you would see in a roguelike. Because in a roguelike, you know, it's procedurally generated, it's random, but like it can't be as wild and ridiculous as, as, um, as, as card of darkness because you know most of the stuff that you're encountering in a roguelike you're encountering after like 40 minutes or three hours or six <laughs> yeah. hours of play like if if suddenly you got all of the like there's an enemy that one of my favorite enemies in the game is it's called the horror and it reduces you to one health always oh my <laughs> gosh. That's, like what it does <laughs> um and it's got a really clever kind of like strategy that you can use to get around it but it's mm-hmm. like really scary and fun and like thematic um, and you i it'd be very hard to do something like that in a roguelike um i think you could but you'd have to be so careful about it because mm-hmm. it's that would you know to have something like just kill your run like that yeah. would, would feel mm-hmm. really rough
0: yeah that was definitely one of our like water cooler moments like uh mike and i worked together and so we would be like man I came across this enemy reduced me to one <laughs> with one hit. Like <laughs> I'm screwed now. Like, I don't know how to pass this. And we would kind of like compare notes. Like, yeah. Or, or like we talk about like, what is, what does it really do to you when you get cursed? Like, what is that? Ha- what is happening there? And then I'd be like, Oh, here's what I
1: think is happening. And we'd like, you know, kind of figure it out together. <laughs>
3: um, oh, that's so awesome. The, yeah. We yeah. had a lot of
1: fun. I, I, I know gilded threw me off for a while. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh for sure. Like, yeah. and again, like not a frustrating way. I was just like, okay. I'm scared of this card. <laughs> 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 yeah,
3: I think we, uh, the decision to put um to change the the little sub icon on that card to like mm-hmm. the little gilded head yeah. um that was one of the last things we decided when we were shipping the game and i think it was a huge mistake mm. and we're gonna do an update soon where we're replacing that icon with the standard like you're going to take this damage icon because i've oh, gotten okay. so many emails from people who are like why do i die when i get gilded? <laughs> <laughs> like, it's a monster yeah, yeah the, the first. very first
1: time i picked it up I, yeah i had that moment where i was like oh it's it's a bunch of gold and it just i i Turned gold and I died. And I was like, oh, yeah, <laughs> never mind. it was a trap.
0: <laughs> yeah. It was a dirty trade dirty for sure. <laughs> oh man. So yeah, I, uh, let's, let's talk a little bit about how kind of w- one of the things, you know, with the randomness and with the risk and reward that kind of offsets it, at least, uh, when I was playing was, um, the ability to go out into the map and then go buy items. Right. Uh, so you can kind of, you can bolster your chances right on a really tough uh level um or like as you earn the cards of darkness right like you can build your your loadout that's um you know helps you quite a bit like i remember just getting a a pu- like a godly fist by using um the the card of strength you know and getting all the life potions and then going up every two like i would have like a 20 like a 24 on just my fist and then yeah. i could just beat down anything and i felt like yes like yeah. finally you and know like you'd you'd build up to it slowly but then by the time it was like this freight train like unstoppable force <laughs> through the rest of the level it was it's, fantastic it's
1: true but even with that card it comes up and then i have this unstoppable fist and it's like oh my gosh the only the only thing on the board right now are swords yeah <laughs> exactly. and i don't want one. <laughs> it's like i got to i got to strategize which sword
0: i pick up so i can break it as quickly as possible and get back to my holy fist yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah so um but yeah so i just i guess um you know how did you guys plan for and execute on uh having these extra items or perks that um maybe balance out the randomness
3: boy i mean to be totally honest we just hoped that we were good game designers like i think (laughs) one of the like the thing that's really wild to me like we so uh you you kind of uh hinted at a little bit but like we built this whole game in four and a half months so um the original prototype that I built was, um, it was infinite. So you could play as far as you wanted oh, wow. and it had 16 monsters and it had one weapon and one chest and one potion type. Um, and then it had 12 spells and that was it. Mm. So it didn't okay. have any of the cards of darkness. It didn't have any tokens. It didn't have any levels. It did you know, like we were just, when we sat down to make it, like I knew that we had to make it a level based game to solve some of the problems. Um, that the original prototype had and I knew that I wanted to have items and cards of darkness and things that people could equip because I I wanted to make the game really hard and challenging and so I Mm. knew that people would need kind of a backstop Mm. um and, uh, basically we just sat down and wrote them all and we're like, boy, I, I hope this, I hope yeah. these work. We know that the system is really flexible. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, fortunately I was working with, um, Alex noisy over at choice provisions who, um, they did like the bit trip games and oh, he's nice. a really great oh, game man. designer and we work really well together and it was, That's awesome. um, kind of a blast. So I think we kind of just had a lot of trust in like, our collective experience. And we're just like, boy, I I sure hope we get this right. (laughs) Um, I think in general, just
0: a, just a side tangent. I got so addicted to BitTrip, uh, runner two, I think it was yeah. back on PS3. Oh my gosh. It was so good. Anyway,
3: but yes. (laughs) Well, I mean, we, so we just, uh, I, I, you know, I think anytime that we thought we might need to, um, lean in the, uh, my My strategy was with level design and spell design and like weapon design, I would always try to make the make it more interesting and more mm-hmm. um, strategic and challenging and mm-hmm. then with cards of darkness and um tokens and uh and yeah, basically, with just the cards of darkness and the tokens and the gold system. I was like, OK, this stuff needs to lean towards the player. And like any time we think we um, have an idea about how something should work, uh, let's just tilt it towards the player. Mm-hmm. Um, and and we just sort of hope that that we did. And uh, I mean, we had <laughs> we had. um I don't think we had all of the cards of darkness in the game until a week before we shipped. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Um, That is amazing. uh, But yeah, it, it, it basically worked. I think um, there was some stuff. Uh, I listened to the show that you guys did um, maybe the last one. Oh. I was like, I should listen to this podcast before I'm on <laughs> that, it. That's more than most guests
2: do. I appreciate that. <laughs> awesome. and,
3: uh, uh, so, so I heard you guys talking a little bit about the difficulty and I think yeah, you know, yeah. the one place where I would say I wish I had another go is the difficulty of the last area in the game. Um, hmm. I very much wanted the difficulty to go up through the through Mount Lovelgrave and have like Lovelgrave be the hardest part of the game. Mm. That's mm-hmm. super intentional. Um, and then the backside of the of the Baxland Delves area where you get the fist and you're just like creaming enemies. Yeah. That <laughs> like I wanted that to be like the point where players are like screaming through the game and are like, Yes, <laughs> yeah, okay. like I did all this. Like I didn't want it to just be harder, 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 okay. harder, harder yeah. up through the yeah. end. Um, but, uh, the last area is supposed to be sort of like a bunch of very specific puzzles. And I don't think I really anticipated just how powerful the player would be with cards of darkness, uh, okay. um, at that point. And it was mm. maybe a little bit easier than I meant it to be. Mm. Um, mm. but okay. the hidden achievement in the game, we're launching an update Ooh. pretty soon. We're getting a couple of weeks scoop. where you can. Where you yeah. can uh, finally <laughs> like start a new game, like where mm-hmm. you can have multiple save slots, mm-hmm. That's um, good. and the hidden yeah. the hidden achievement in the game, which isn't there now, but it's like impossible to get because you can't clear your save, um, <laughs> is uh, is that you uh, if you beat the game without buying any of the equipable things that are like permanent, so no card of darkness slots and no uh, token upgrades, mm-hmm. you can buy tokens, but you can't upgrade them at okay. all. Um, Mm -hmm. if you beat the game without any of that so you can never equip a card of darkness it's a it's like a different ending and (laughs) you get the hidden achievement oh wow um and the game is quite different because you're you've like can't use this crutch of these cards and you have to play you can't become like
0: super legit and and yeah you have to play it like as i balanced (laughs) it and
3: so like the last world is 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 pretty good i think in that and also Uh the boss of the game without any cards of darkness is like I think really. Ooh. Really cool. Alex uh did that one and I was like when I oh, played it awesome. I was like, "Oh man, this is a good <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I thought the, the hardest
0: boss for me was definitely the one that curses you. I think it's yeah. in the volcano. Yeah. Oh yeah. gosh, yeah, that yeah, was yeah, so sure. hard. Yeah. But um I wanted to I wanted to ask you too about the uh the the writing approach for like the diary entries um because I, I really loved like the naive uh, kind of hero that is like starting to believe his own hype, you know, mm. like it was just really charming. And because I felt like I was, uh, identifying with that, like when I would get to a really hard level, but I like, I'm like, Pff, I know what I'm doing now. And then I get creamed, you know, mm-hmm. like, <laughs> I just felt like I'm the naive hero here. I'm getting cocky and I need to be more careful, you know, like, I, I don't know. I just, uh, I was wondering if you could talk a little bit about that.
3: Yeah, I mean, so the literal dialogue for that stuff was written by uh, Meredith Kexcometti. Um, who uh, I guess writes some TV stuff and Penn knew her oh, and cool. okay. we, were, uh, we were just like I was like Penn I can't write this story we gotta hire someone and he was like <laughs> I know the perfect person and she came oh, on cool. and she she wrote all that dialogue in like two days she's incredible she's um, wow. and I was just like oh my god this is amazing um, I had given her a bunch of notes but I think if, if, if I'd written that dialogue it would have been incredibly heavy handed wow. she sort of took, took this very heavy handed vision that I had for the game and turned it into something that i think was like very light and charming yeah Um, Yeah. but basically i i just i wanted it to be i wanted to tell a story that wasn't um that wasn't like a fake story but i also didn't want to have it be like um Uh, Like, I kind of wanted to have it be a story that was sort of realistic. Like, what is it actually like if, like, you're the hero, the chosen hero of legend? Like, how do you (laughs) tell that story in a way that feels relatable and feels like what an actual human being might feel like on that adventure? And then also, like, is anyone really ever the chosen Mm. hero? Like, that's such a ridiculous thing to begin with. (laughs) So. Like we kind of wanted to play with that a little bit, um, yeah. and then uh, you know the the game is called Car- uh, Card of Darkness, which is a play on Heart of Darkness, mm-hmm. which we decided upon before we realized just how incredibly racist and contentious the actual Book oh. of Darkness <laughs> no. is. Um, and we were like, oh, we really probably can't go too far in that direction. But I think oh. we did sort of like hold but a little bit. But
0: it's a good bit- title, though, so you yeah, stick with it. <laughs>
2: Wasn't yeah, there a PlayStation uh, but, game called Heart of Darkness? Yeah, yeah. Heart so of that's Darkness. what I was associating it with. Which I so I didn't have any of the other connotations there.
3: <laughs> no, the other's yeah, a very famous book um, <laughs> that uh, it's a little problematic. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think we did kind of want to carry that of like just like you know what it what is it like? What is this? You know, the, you're you're going and doing this thing, and like your character is you're slaughtering all of these monsters and you're killing these ancient things. And like ostensibly it's good, but like, you know, you've just decided that. And then someone told you that and you're like, Oh, this is the thing that must be true because I'm so good at this.
4: (laughs) Yeah. Um,
3: And, uh, um, I, I I don't want to go too much into what my more heavy handed version of it was, but I think Meredith really killed it and kind of like rode the line between like, this is weird and wrong, but also like, this is for real. This is the real story. Like at the end yeah. of the game, you save the world. Like that actually happens mm-hmm. and that's mm-hmm. what happened. And, and how big of a, of a, uh, like, did you also like sort of doom the world or what, you know, was <laughs> like, how many people are in this story that, that were relevant? I don't know. You know, maybe, yeah. <laughs> maybe things were really bad or maybe everything was fine and you made a big mess and cleaned it up. And, and that's okay too. <laughs>
0: Um, yeah, so I'm I'm a big Adventure Time fan, and so I was just kind of curious, um, how did the partnership with Pendleton Ward kind of come about? That's a good question.
3: Um, so uh, Penn has been wanting to get into video games for a while, I guess, like casually, and so he had some friends uh, that were mutual friends of mine, and I guess he'd seen some of my stuff and was like, I want to meet this guy. Like, I want to be friends with him. Um, But... uh, And so sometime at uh, GDC, which is like a big games festival basically Mm -hmm. um someone introduced me to him and we just hung out a bunch and we were talking for for a long time trying to figure out what we could work on together um i also love adventure time and it was cool to meet ben and be like oh this guy wants to make a game with me that's amazing (laughs) yeah Yeah. that's awesome how how long did it take the like
2: star to go away like at what like did did it did eventually feel like just a, a normal collaboration toward the end
3: um, I don't really uh I don't know. I don't really do the like starstruck mm. thing. One time I passed Keanu Reeves on the street and I was uh-huh. like, What this is amazing. <laughs> That's like the only time in my life oh, I think yeah. where Man. I've done it. I think I kinda, you know, um uh Penn's an incredibly talented person and mm. my goal in life is to uh uh, try to do work of a caliber where when I meet incredibly talented people, hopefully they'll be like, "Whoa, this other person who's also done some cool stuff, <laughs> and we can have a conversation that's about." Awesome. It. Like that's yeah. that's yeah. what I want, and like I don't know if I'm there yet, but it works out for sometimes with yeah. some people. And I think with Penn um, it seemed like he really wanted to work with me and learn about the stuff that I was doing, and I was really curious about like uh, what what he did and how he did it and what his Mm -hmm. process was like and how everything works. And I think we kind of built a friendship around sort of mutual work admiration and also just the enjoyment of, um, talking to somebody else who's creative and interesting. Yeah. Um, Yeah, That's that's cool. cool. And, uh, and so we wanted to work on something together and, um, eventually we figured, I I did this game that had that needed all these little animated guys, and I was like, Pen, this is the thing, man. You're gonna draw all these little guys, and he was like, Oh yeah, cool, man. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, I guess. We, and then so we started working on it, and um, and uh, it turned out that it was a, a, just a ton of work, and so we <laughs> sort of like kept expanding the art team. Um, mm-hmm. And so the other main person on the game in terms of art direction was uh, Nelson Bowles who is like an incredibly talented, just ridiculously stupid talented animator. Um awesome. and so Penn and Nelson really kind of headed the art team and then we hired uh two more people, Andrew Honorado and uh Evan Borja. So we had this sort of like full intense team of four artists who were all That's cranking awesome. out art. Um and uh yeah, Pen, I don't know, Penn Pen did the little uh, Penn's idea I had originally done a pitch for the game Where the bottom of the screen was like Your inventory, and Penn was mm-hmm. like Let's put a little chubby guy down there running With a backpack, and I was like, yes This is amazing Was the, butt, was the
2: zoom in on the butt when you die his idea?
3: Yeah uh, yeah, And also, he did the animation um, When you clear a level and the little dudes Pop in Like that. Yeah, was, that's, I, that I was loved ben.
0: that They're all like, um, oh
4: <laughs>
3: working with working with Penn is really funny cuz he uh I think we actually ended up it was a really delightful kind of collaboration because I am like uh, a scope monster like I'm used to working solo on my stuff so like mm. I will scope down everything to like just the core <laughs> of its bones and Penn is like uh, what if we just did this? What if we just did this? What if we just did this? And I had to be like, no, 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 no. Keep blowing uh, it had, out. We had a little like uh, we had a little mock-up in the original version of the game where uh, you had a health bar at the bottom, and mm-hmm. he had done this little animation where sometimes a little dude would walk out of the left side of the screen and like open up a door on the health bar and walk in it and close the door for like no purpose. It was just like this like thing that would happen, and I was like, that is amazing. I would never add something like that to anything Uh, but this is like brilliant like how many of these things can we fit in yeah Um, and i think we got we got some of it man i wish we could have done more i think if we'd had like a year this game would have been so filled with easter eggs that you you would barely be able to see the video game well
0: maybe that that can be all saved for card stranding you
3: know the sequel. yeah Ooh, yeah, yeah perfect right <laughs> well Penn, the yeah if if i can convince Penn to to act in the game maybe Ooh, we can do card there he, he would be one uh, of the yeah. celebrities that
2: makes <laughs> yes. sense yeah
0: oh man he could be he could be the guillermo uh to your kojima there Ooh, you go them. right
3: yeah perfect that's <laughs> a, that'll oh, be geez. our uh couple's holiday halloween costume. oh nice that's really good i have to
1: give credit
0: to card stranding to uh dead words in the
1: chat yeah yeah <laughs> In regards to that uh, that last section, I, I did want to call out. We we got a couple of questions, which I really don't think we're going to make it through because we've gone long. Yeah, we've got. I, oh, yeah. I don't mind it at all. Uh, but I did want to call that last section. We actually did get a question about how you had um, you had connected with Pen from uh, Bear Kitty. So Bear Kitty, thank you for sending that question in.
0: Yeah. Um, oh yeah, and then also there is a uh, we have a, a late question in the chat from Eric. Uh, he says I was late to submit a question, but I wanted to say it's so cool to see the person who made some of my favorite iOS games on my favorite podcast that Aww. features my best friends. Oh.
2: how you? What a thing to say. Not really a
0: question there, but it
2: it, it, it hey. felt felt nice though. <laughs> I was
0: questioning the wow. sincerity. <laughs> oh. <laughs>
3: No. More, more um, of a compliment. More yeah, of a compliment. Yes. it was Thank wonderful though. You. I
2: love. Also, we, we, we all grew up with Sipod. We know him very well. So yes, yeah, yeah.
0: So um, I know we there were a couple of stranger uh, questions in the Twitter. Are we going to yeah. do
1: those, Mike? <laughs> um, let, we can do a couple of them real quick. Stranger. I don't want to keep Zach all night. Um, <laughs> so we did get one serious question. I think uh, that came from NTFTT Pod, and uh, they were curious. What, uh, what language do you primarily program in these days? Um, and how does it compare with using something like HyperCard or, um, uh, Apple Cocoa?
3: Oh wow, wow, deep yeah, cut, I, man! I know, right? Yeah. do you want to give us a yeah, dissertation
1: I, on programming here for a minute? Yeah, <laughs> I well, I, I actually
3: grew. So when I was a kid, my, my the first games I made were in um, HyperStudio, which is like a HyperCard, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. um, like an easier color version of it, and then also Coco, which was like a learning language from Apple that was mm-hmm. really great that I like wish uh, was still around because it mm-hmm. was a really good uh, foundation for me to learn object oriented programming as like a 12 year old, which is pretty hard wow. to do. <laughs> um, it's very cool. Um, right now I mostly write, um, in C sharp, um, in unity, um, which is fine. Uh, I like it. I think unity is really like a, not a good tool for learning um how to make games but if you already know how something is supposed to feel like if in your brain you're like this is what it's supposed to feel like unity is good because um it's powerful in a lot of other ways and you can you can get things to feel right in unity when you get comfortable with it the problem is it's got like a bunch of really cruddy defaults and it like is sometimes difficult to make things feel good unless you Mm. kind of know what you're doing um Mm. but i i also write in um a lot of other languages because i do art stuff. So, um, I've worked in Python occasionally, especially for like messing around with neural nets. Um, I write a bunch of stuff in JavaScript. I've been working on some, on learning how to write multiplayer stuff so that I can make multiplayer games. And so I've been working in like node and typescript and, um, stuff like that. I, I write a lot of random stuff in PHP. Um, sometimes I have to work in, Objective C um, to like write plugins for games, or especially with like um, uh, doing all of the uh, Apple Arcade stuff. Obviously, these things had to launch on like Apple TV and Mac and Unity or and iPhone, which was like tricky because like nobody makes games for the Mac, so there were very few guides on like how to sign your code and stuff. Yeah, yeah, okay. So that was a whole weird thing with like engineer friends and bash scripts i mean i i don't know i think once you kind of like get a really good handle on one programming language they're kind of all the same it's like piano
1: hmm. um
3: and music which okay. is not something that i can do but like i, I <laughs> imagine that it's like piano and music
1: i i took c plus in college and uh figured this is way too hard for me in my brain <laughs> and i quit and i've never done it again <laughs> Uh, you know, I'm I'm
0: actually I'm right there with you, Zach. I've heard of some of those programming languages. Yeah. I've heard of them.
1: Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah.
1: <And> cool.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've heard of one if we're ta- if we're listening what we've heard. I've heard of uh uh I'm Python. I'm smart too.
0: You know, I'm smart too. I, I the, I've heard the, of the one.
2: application I composite in uh also uses Python and it would help me a lot to learn it, but it's a it just looks like a bunch of words and letters to me.
1: Uh, so Python
3: sucks, man. I, I hate Python. Oh so. man. <laughs> so yes, maybe good.
2: maybe
1: I'll hold off on that one. Next generation, right? My daughter does coding on the iPad. Like she has all these coding programs where she's learning it. But um it's yeah. I'm too old.
0: Yeah, so Eric in the chat says, Pro tip, sign your Mac OS code with sent from my MacBook Pro. <laughs> oh god,
3: where were you months ago? <laughs>
0: you could have uh, saved
3: me weeks of work <laughs> <laughs>
4: oh
0: my god i love it so i i was curious i, I know you I, we probably need to let you go at yeah, some point should. so you can go to bed um but i i wanted to see um you know if we could just gush for a moment mm-hmm. about the wonderful music in the game oh yeah uh, oh, oh my god From, yeah yeah stemmage um did an unbelievable job um so, yeah, I was just wondering, uh, how'd you hook up with Stimage and, um, I, I guess, did you give him like specific reference points? Like, here's what we're going for musically, or you just kind of s- turn him loose?
3: So he, uh, he came through, um, the, uh, 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 uh <laughs> through Choice, Choice, Choice Provisions. Provisions. Yeah. yeah. I almost said Gaijin Games. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so he, he came with them. He's done a lot of work with them and they were like, okay. we've got this music guy on staff. And I was like, okay, cool. And then it turned That's, out that, yeah. like, music guy on staff is, like, a genius. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he really yeah. is good. He the is music good. And, and, uh, fits,
2: so it fits so well. Like, just, it, yeah. it, it sets a tone, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: Dude, I, I, yeah, I loved it. Um, his music is so good. I also, like, really, um, I, I love the end track that he wrote for, like, the credits. I think yeah. that is, like, super beautiful. And he uh, he also did all the sound effects in the game, which is just mind-blowing Whoa, wait, to me what? that, like he 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 made like all the sounds for like sixty plus creatures like oh my there are a hundred unique cards in the game, and they all have yeah. their own sound effects and he wow. did all of them and he just like <laughs> did them and like integrated it was amazing um and those sounds are so good um, yeah. working with him was a blast it was really weird uh um i don 't know how to. We, so one of the things, I, since I'm used to working alone, the uh, past couple of years, one of the things I've been trying to do is, like, work with other people so I can, like, do bigger teams and, like, have mm-hmm. to do less grunt work and be able to kind of, like, step back and do more design and, mm-hmm. and put more games out. Um, and so it's been a real adventure learning how to, like, work with different kinds of people um, mm-hmm. and uh, with... Um, working with him I was really lucky my wife uh is really musical and so she was really helpful to me like I would get the tracks and play them for her and she would be like ah this one's this one's amazing that one's not so good maybe (laughs) we could do something like this and um the thing that was like a real trip uh, she fig- she cracked the code on 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 how to how to get incredible work out of him for this context. Like um, he c- he can make anything, but mm-hmm. uh, to get the the stuff that was like the best for the game, it turned out the secret was to ask him for music that um that was like I would be like, imagine you're in the forest and <laughs> it's like dark and it's like dusk. And then he would do these incredible tracks. And so, like, <laughs> I, would, I would give him, like, a like I would I would then I'd be like, hey, I need a track for the menu. And he'd give us this track that was, like, great, but, like, not what we were looking for. And, and so crazy. And Amy, w- uh, my wife, was just like, how come the other ones are so perfect? What's up here? And I was like, well, I don't know. And then we figured out that it was the environment. So then sh- she would be like, okay, um uh the menu the the credits track it, it should be like you're on a cliff looking at the ocean and i'd be like okay cliff looking at the ocean <laughs> and he'd like the first track he sent back would be like this perfect track it. wow
0: that's really really cool and
2: uh, just add that to that your is. languages you got python you got c sharp you got musician
3: yeah, you can yeah. speak musician. Man. Yeah, it's all like postcards. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it. he's amazing. I couldn't I couldn't believe how uh lucky we were to get to work with him and and the music that he did is like so good. Some of those tracks are like real like classic video game tracks. Yes. You yeah. Could yeah. just imagine like being in like Secret of Mana or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, for sure. For
0: sure. Was it uh, was it scary at all uh kind of launching the game with Apple Arcade, uh, being that that was a brand new service, and, um,
3: and just kind of coming out of out of the gate, right with the service. Maybe. I mean, I'll be on it. Like, um, building this game was like the scariest thing I've ever had to do in my whole life. It was the most stressful I've ever been. I've never had a panic attack before. I had a panic attack working on this oh, game. Wow. And I was like, Gosh. this is what a panic attack is. Now I know what everyone's talking about when they talk about panic attacks. Wow. Um, it was really, I mean, it's just like, you know, we didn't have a lot of time. Uh, we, they gave us a lot of money. And I wanted to make sure that the game would be, like, incredible and uh, really uh, do justice to the service and, like, be Mm -hmm. this great thing that people would want to talk about. And so, uh, it's terrifying to have to do that in in, in (laughs) four and a half months when you don't know how to work with other people. Um, (laughs) it's just like a real adventure. Uh, so by the time, honestly, by the time the service came out, I was just so excited that like the game was done and I could step away from my computer and not worry that, you know, I was just like, you know what? I don't even care if, if, if anyone like, I know that we made this game and it was really good and uh if the service is great that's great and if it's not and no one likes it that's fine too like i'm just i'm just so <laughs> glad that this is done and yeah. we did it and we can say we did it that's awesome um, uh yeah but you know that said i was really floored when the actual thing launched like as soon as i played all the other games i was like oh my god everybody did an incredible job like what <laughs> they, they, they really, really did gonna, yeah. is anyone gonna play my game <laughs> like, because... all these games are incredible <laughs> Yeah, there's um, and, and- there are
0: a ton of great games on the service. That's I mean, I was really pleasantly uh, surprised because I knew I knew Jenny Leclue was coming to it because we've we've had Joe uh, from MoGraphy on the show and and we had talked to him. We've been kind of watching that game ever since the Kickstarter, um, and then so I was excited to find that it was coming out on Apple Arcade. I was like, well, I got I got to sign up to play the game, you know? Yeah. And then uh, and then I started discovering all these other games, and yours was among it. I was like, you know um just so pleasantly surprised by the amount of super high quality games that were right there from the get-go so um yeah it's been great
2: yeah I, i'm
3: yeah, one of those at,
0: people at, oh go go ahead go ahead i don't i don't you
2: don't need oh, to.
3: no i i, I want to hear oh, i was oh. just gonna say like the the thing is uh like at that point i was just like wow i can't believe i got to be a part of this launch like the this <laughs> yeah. is, like the best game launch of all time like i've yeah. never seen a launch lineup like this before and yeah. like Wow, we got to be a part of it. That's great. Yes, now I'm like cool. I'm I'm just glad that that happened. And then
1: <laughs> like leading up to Apple Arcade, I, I I was not that interested in it. I was like, eh, yeah, yeah, you know. exactly.
2: That's what I was gonna say. Like yeah. I I had no. I was like, oh, okay, another another service, whatever. But then yeah. like it, it launched and there's just a
1: billion amazing games on it. Yeah, we've mm-hmm. talked on the show before. We've been shocked. Like every month is like the opening month of it, right? I was like, holy smokes, they got me. Like I, yeah. I didn't forget to resubscribe. I just let my, my subscription roll over. Like I'm definitely going to keep doing this. You earned um, it, Apple.
0: Yeah.
2: You earned it. Yeah, well <laughs> that extra five. <laughs> I know,
1: now I gotta I gotta play through
0: Manifold Garden. Like what am I gonna do? Am I gonna end my subscription? That's crazy. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I haven't even launched Jenny Lu Le- Clue yet. I'm still working on like Tangle Tower and Manifold Garden oh, I finished and Mutazione Tangle Tangle yeah. and Yeah. It's like I, my list is my backlog is enormous just on Apple yeah. Arcade. Yeah, I know
1: it.
0: Yeah, I Amazing. just downloaded that. Uh, I'm not sure if Tangled. I'm saying it right, but Mutazioni. Yeah, <laughs> I, I just downloaded that guy in Tangle Tower, and I I haven't even scratched the surface yet, so I'm, nice. I'm jazzed. There's a yeah. lot of good stuff. Um, but yeah, before you play any of that, though, go ye therefore and download Card of Darkness because <laughs> that's that's you know that's, that's a great game, and you should you one. will enjoy it. Yeah. yeah, that's the, the only good one. <laughs> no, there's a ton of great games, yeah, but Card- yeah. that's the. I think that's what I was impressed with. Like, Card of Darkness stole my attention away from all the other games for like weeks <laughs> because yeah, I got aw. so hooked. My, so, my yeah.
1: poor wife, like I would sit on the couch and play Card of Darkness for hours because I was like, I have to beat it. <laughs> you don't understand. Yeah. <laughs> <You> don't
4: understand. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah I, I know I'm hooked on a game when my wife walks in and go this one again <laughs> oh, no. playing I'm so sorry. The same <laughs> so no no it was great it was great so um do you guys have any final questions uh, Mike David gosh I, I can't think of anything we didn't cover at this point it was yeah. so good I feel like oh, we yeah, covered man. it
2: I, I just yes. thanks for thanks for coming on the show this has been really fun yeah one of my favorite conversations in a while for sure
0: Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. So, uh I the last thing I have to say or ask you uh, is, you know, what's next? Mm. Uh anything you can talk <laughs> about or maybe even cryptically hint at.
3: Ooh. Uh, 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 um, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, uh let's see. Um <laughs> Don't get yourself in any trouble now. Uh I'm working on a bunch <laughs> of small things um that I hopefully hopefully i'll release like at least uh one or two um like around the end of this year early january i i've got some stuff um cool. nothing super super exciting but just some some little stuff that like i'm excited about um and uh i'm messing around with like a I just discovered I've never played Sudoku before. I just played it like four days ago, and I discovered mm-hmm. there's like literally no good Sudoku app. Oh, It doesn't oh, really yeah. exist, Yeah, which is like weird. That's, that seems like broken, like, like I huge, felt like I missed yeah, something. It's a huge or game. Something. Game. Yeah. It's, like, um, it's like a
1: crossword, right? You think there's going to be a million crossword things, and there's got to be at least a few rock solid ones in here. Nope, there's yeah. not one.
3: They're all terrible, and I have a bunch of ideas that everybody's going to hate about how to make it, make it more fun to play. Um, so I don't know. I might. I might make a Sudoku like just a normal, boring Sudoku with a bunch of ideas that make people mad at me. Um, <laughs> that's one thing. I don't know, but I don't know if that's going to happen. I'm just noodling with it, um, and okay. then I'm just pitching. Uh, I'm sort of trying to figure out like what's the next. What what can I do that would be more ambitious than Card of Darkness? Um, mm. You know, now that now that I did something that 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 seemed good on Apple Arcade, it's kind of like, oh, I bet I could pitch them again, and like now yeah. I'm a little bit more comfortable with working with a team, and so I'm. Mm um, working on a couple different prototypes of, of what that could be. That's awesome. Um, and maybe
0: you'll have more than four and a half months and you won't have to have a panic attack. Yes, <laughs> I definitely
3: right. will not do it in four and a half months. Yeah. That game, if, uh, you know, if any of these prototypes work out, it's, it's going to be a, a while, probably like at okay. least a year or more, um, until cool. anyone sees anything uh, about any of them. Um, but, uh, but, th- so that's kind of one of the things I'm working on is just figuring out, you know, um, what the next very large thing will look like. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just uh, messing around with some small stuff and trying to get out. Uh, you know, uh, I was working on six games when um, when I decided to drop all of them and finish Card of Darkness. Oh, so okay. oh. I'm kind of also making my way back to those. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> trying to finish those up. Um, and uh, yeah, I guess that's it. I don't know. I'm also just trying to take a little break little but i'm breather. pretty bad at that yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. and then also like uh updates you know we're we are working on a um on an endless like a daily challenge style kind of structure for card of darkness that was something that uh, i had wanted to get in and we cut it for launch because it was just impossible um, oh, okay, but sure. i got a really cool. a, a, like a mode structure that i'm pretty excited about that's like a, a little bit more than just you know a button that says daily challenge um mm-hmm. that, that I think will work pretty well and be a cool thing. Uh and then we're also just thinking about, you know, how we can expand the game down the line because, you know, obviously uh you just make a bunch more cards and uh and then and then and then you have something new. Um, you know, there's yeah. there's all kinds Very of cool. um stuff that like we were really surprised right. when we sat back and, and thought about um you know uh, uh what There are like basic card abilities that we, we never even used. Like, wow. You know, there's like, there's nothing that like gets stronger when you pick up a treasure. That's weird, Mm. right? That's pretty (laughs) standard. You know, there's all kinds of sort of basic stuff that fits within the system that could become really interesting if we, you know, combine it in the right ways. And so I'm sure we'll, we'll have it to, to make, you know, like 20 new monsters at some point and do some kind of expansion. Nice. Oh, very cool. Yeah. Yeah, I, I can't wait.
0: Can't wait. That's awesome. All right. Well, end of the show plugs, guys. End of the end show, of the show plugs. plugs. Yes. Here we are. So, uh, yeah, here we are. <laughs> Zach, uh, where, where's the best place for people to find you online?
3: Uh, probably the best place is on Twitter, um, okay. where my screen name is Helvetica, like the font.
0: All right. All right. And um, any, anything to plug? Car- Card of Darkness, obviously, right? <laughs> yeah. That would be the, um, the big one.
3: <laughs> anything yeah, else? I don't know. Go play Outer Worlds. Oh, well, I mean, also, <laughs> you know, also, if you do find me on Twitter, um, we have a, a podcast with my friends who are uh, Doug Wilson, who made uh, JS Joust and uh, Mutazione. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Nick Sutner, who's just like an incredible kind of now like friend of friend of Indies. He's like writing and like mm-hmm. working on uh, pitches and networking. And then Andy Nealon, who uh, made Osmos a long time ago oh, on the yeah. iPad. Um, and we have a show together called The Spelunky Show Like, which is a podcast where we just... Um, try to uh, abuse our industry connections to get uh people <laughs> we've always wanted to talk to to answer our questions nice. um and uh that's been pretty fun we've had some cool stuff we got to have uh richard garfield on to talk about KeyForge, which was like a real oh, nice. high point for me um so yeah so that is also you know the spelunky show like um would be my plug for my friends All right. very cool. cool very cool yeah all right. Um, and, of course, you can keep up with us at
0: sbfvgs.com. That's where you can find links to the episodes, social media, Twitch channel, merchandise, more. Um, and then, of course, if you like what we do, you want to see us doing more of it, you can back the show on patreon.com slash sbfvgs or subscribe on twitch.tv slash sbfvgs. Or just leave us you know, a delightful iTunes review. We've been getting a few of those yeah, lately, we, and it, I, it actually does help. I just checked our rating.
2: Help. We have five stars on on the iTunes store. Like that's our you
0: guys. You guys are very kind yeah, letters, very and I, very we, kind. we would like to encourage that more of it. Yeah, so. yeah. please
2: keep us at five stars, please. Yeah. It's you know,
3: I uh, I usually don't plug my website because it's a series of uh, confusing uh, letters, but I feel like it's completely appropriate to plug <laughs> it this show. Yeah. It yeah. is. Yeah. Um, You're in good yeah. company. So uh, so yeah. So also, I do have a website that has a bunch of my art on it and a bunch of games and stuff, and it's stfj.net. Okay. I, I like it.
0: Yeah. You wow, heard about you STFJ.net go. here on sbfegs on the HPVGNP. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, gosh.
2: <laughs> <All> <laughs> right. <be> so, done.
0: <laughs> there it is. I, I broke my brain. So, um, <laughs> a very special thanks to Eric Kruger for our podcast logo and for his handsome face. Mm hmm. Yes. And you can follow us on Twitter at SBFVGS Podcast. I'm Barry White on there. Mike is Taco Douglas, and David is David J. Tate. Uh, feel free to send me a PSN friend request. Let's play some games. Um, Zach, thanks again for being on. It's
3: been a, a, a delight, I would say. Thank you yeah. so much for having me. This was a lot yeah. of fun. Nice. Yeah, this was Good really times.
1: great. Thank you so much for coming on. And congratulations on Card Darkness. That's yeah, an yes. amazing game.
3: Oh, thank yes. you. I'm so glad you guys enjoyed it. All right. And.
0: That is all the time we have for Super Best Friends Video Game Sleepover Episode 134. Thank you for listening. We will be back every 2 weeks with more Podcasts of Darkness and other talk <laughs> on gaming. Hit us up with your questions, topics or musings if you want to be part of the show. Goodbye everybody. Hey, goodbye. Woo. This is see guys. This is one of our weird traditions we do every podcast. You have to clap. <laughs> I don't. It has to be applause at the end. I don't do it. <laughs> <laughs>